0: welcome everybody to beat the shift baseball today we are doing our 2020 recap podcast yes sir it is 2021 by the time you're listening to this happy new year everybody and we are going to talk about everything or attempt to uh it'll be a very quick and breezy recap type of format Uh, but we all are here to talk about our favorite moments from the past year i'm alex i'm here today with Alex Rudy for Markazi and Ray Estrada. How you guys doing? Great. Woo. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Does anybody have one of those like? uh... Those, Happy New Year. What are those things that you you blow and they make the the party noise? The party. Insert
1: champagne bottle sound bite.
0: Yeah. Uh, cel- celebrations all around. Um I are you I assume you guys aren't doing anything like super crazy for New Year's because, uh, yeah, because twenty twenty. No, no just hanging with the fam that's always nice too so, we're, we're not allowed day. to we are responsible yeah, gonna... new year's participants
2: so we very 2020 new year's but it's going to be fun
0: yes it it should be to a better year next year uh i'm gonna go ahead and briefly explain the way we're gonna do this and then we'll just dive right in so we have broken up the uh the best moments or or uh things that we want to recap into a bunch of categories. We'll take turns sharing some of our favorite things, maybe discussing our memories of them, and then maybe even picking out some of our favorites. Uh, But for the most part, it'll be be casual. We'll just be reliving some of the the top headlines and moments from the year. So let's start with one of the dominating headlines from the entire year, and that is FTA- Frick the Astros right uh, we are <laughs> FTA FTA uh, we are gonna share our favorite FTA moments and I, I think it's fitting if uh if Ray takes takes this one on I think he is the the most avid uh, FTA enthusiast of this bunch so uh let's let's go ahead and recap some of some of that actually all of it really going back earlier this year. Uh yeah, so it started. Twenty
1: twenty began with the Astros' punishment. I'd say that with uh, air quotes. Um, that happened this year. So basically, they got a slap on their wrist. Uh, we'll talk about Manfred later. Um, but then basically all the fan wrath came down, uh, booing at, at spring training. A lot of hit by pitches ex- in spring training that were may or may not have been intentional, and then the season got. <laughs> Uh, pushback, postponed, whatever you want to call it. Uh, no fans, so they will have to wait uh, probably another 6 to 12 months to feel our wrath. Um, but some players try to take it into their own hands. Uh, one being Joe Kelly, who is not afraid to throw at people. We've seen that in the past. Uh, he threw it at Alex Bregman's head at three zero, 0 And then through behind Carlos Correa and then proceeded to strike Carlos Correa out to end the inning. And then when Carlos Correa said, you know, try to get mad at him, uh Joe Kelly made a pouty face and said, "Nice swing, bitch." Um <laughs> so that was fantastic. Uh Joe Kelly is now an all-time Dodger for that. Uh he got an 8 game suspension which like doesn't work in a 60 game season. Dave Roberts got one for whatever reason. So that that was fun. Uh, and then we also had Ramon Loriano just charge the Astros bench. Uh, so back-to-back years of uh, dugout charges, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, and that was instigated by the Astros hitting coach, Alex Cintron. He apparently said some unsavory things about a, Ramon Laureano's mother. 20-game suspension. And... Yeah, basically, just people dragging him. They made the playoffs with a losing record, which is awful. So that falls under the F Manford category. Um, but then, yeah, it's like people just didn't let them forget about it. And they kept trying to act like people, like when they advanced in the playoffs, they're like, oh, people don't believe in us. It's like, no, we just hate you. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it was, it, it got a little nervous when they came, when they almost came back down 3 0 in the LCS, but eventually they lost and nobody cares about them so yeah
2: mm-hmm. i think it's really great because this fta momentum whatever the movement is not going to go away until the fans get their time with the astros in um at, at minute made and each of like their opposing ballparks that they go to because i think it's the fans have un- unfinished business and i'm excited to see what could happen this year
0: yeah, the FTA tour is coming soon to a ballpark near you. <laughs> those those two uh, um, team confrontations were so unique and so hilarious compared to other confrontations. Like the the pouty face is was instantly iconic. Like like who does that? Yeah, you know, it's 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 different than two guys going out at each other shouting. Instead, he's just like, oh, boohoo. Makes makes the pouty face. It's it's hilarious. And then Ramon Laureano also telling the pitcher um how to how to throw a breaking ball after he got hit i forgot Um, about that 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 was another detail that was just hilarious like he you can see him out of the batter's box he's like he's like you you, you, in in curling his wrist the way you throw a breaking ball it's like this you you gotta you gotta snap it you gotta snap it to to throw your slider because that one definitely wasn't intentional but he was angry and then yeah some some other unnecessary instigation the fact that there were two dugout charges uh, in back-to-back years is also ridiculous uh, what do you hope to accomplish by charging a dugout that is full of the entire op- uh, uh, opposition like you're not gonna you're not gonna get anywhere uh but you gotta admire the the tenacity did you guys have any other other favorites uh, those those uh details from from this season were, were my personal favorites
2: yeah my favorite one had to have been uh just joe kelly and then uh, a second favorite was what you just said—just the snapping of the wrist. Uh, Loriano trying to teach the pitcher how to snap his curveball, um, and like how how could you get a better player fan uh, like player-player interaction than that? I do wish that the MLB, um, since there were no fans this year, we got to hear more of those player like we we got to hear what they were actually saying a little bit better like the mics actually picked some of it up because i think mm-hmm. that would have just added to the situation so much more
0: um but that that has those two ads be my talk two. yeah um rudy if you have anything else to add on this like feel free to do so but i also want to want to give yeah. you the mic for the best uh frick manfred moments of the year in staying on theme here we're going to just get all the all the negativity towards uh towards the teams and and people who
3: who soil baseball and we'll uh will celebrate them first well i mean i think we could talk about this category for hours on end it's one of our favorite subjects and topics i think it's really (laughs) where we put a lot of our angst in life and focus it um but i mean I don't, I don't. I just. I blow the whole load, and I. Can't, I, can't, I mean, I, I. To me, I think like the 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 pinnacle moment still just has to be. Him, it's kind of a cop out answer, but I really honestly think, the the best F Manfred moment was just the fact that like he. Basically. Ruined the entire baseball season this year in the negotiations with the union when he could have like made baseball like this symbol and example for all of uh professional sports and he just completely like blew blew that in favor of like very small greed influence gains
0: yeah definitely and the fact that it was even close in deciding like what was the most egregious thing he did this year is is amazing. This this was the year of the quote um with regards to the Astros punishment uh where he said asking for a piece of metal back seems futile re- referring of course to their World Series trophy to and the commissioner's trophy to the commission his own his own <laughs> it's called the commissioner's trophy titles <laughs> trophy and uh and that's that's obviously not a great start. That was that was pretty early on in the year. Uh he proceeds to to do all the things and and more that Rudy have, has described in in kind of preaching this this separation between between the big the big wealthy like ownership sect of of baseball and and just the rest of everybody else right and and holding and holding everything up um, and then of course just safety controversies too with allowing fans into the bubble during the the World Series at a time where things really hadn't gotten better uh, throughout the course of the, the year and the season up to that point. But, um, the financial gains proved to be, uh, a more powerful influence, uh, even though the circumstances were the same. Uh, thankfully there weren't any like huge outbreaks from that, that I know of. I mean, it's still not great now, but, um, yeah, just, just, uh, a storm of, of controversy that he is creating. It, it's it's very avoidable controversy that that he invited.
2: To, to play devil's advocate, and um, I I know we've had several discussions about this throughout the year, and there's a lot that um, Commissioner Manfred could have done better, especially, like, especially, I mean, in regards to even baseball's own image and not with the greed and everything. But I mean... Um, I might get kicked off the podcast for uh, for playing Devil's Advocate, but, I mean, at the, in the end of it, sometimes the own, uh, the commissioner has to be, is at the mercy of the owners. So it's not all on Rob Manfred, but, like, it's just the combination of all of this stuff that was just, wow, what, what like, you really screwed this season up.
1: It, it was how <laughs> egregiously in bed with the owners that he was. Like, he didn't try to right. appear to play middleman. He was like, no, I'm, I, I work for the owners. I'm only going to listen to the owners.
2: Yeah, it it, it was how di- it was it was disappointing seeing how it, it poor the relationship, at least to fans, us fans, seemed between the um, MLB and the Players Association because of how um, in bed, like you said, with the owners uh, he was. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully, they can write that shift and we don't see a strike after the 2021 CBA.
0: Yeah. No, you're right. It's an easy movement to get behind when it's when it's referring to Manfred who is the symbol of Major League Baseball, but really it is it is a collaborative effort on all fronts whether whether you're talking about um you know MLB leadership or 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 individual team management or whatever like there's a lot of people involved um and a lot of people influencing these decisions. It's it's not just him, but for for unification's sake, it's a it's a nice message F Manfred. And yeah, we'll move on to to non-targeting, uh, <laughs> uh categories of our <laughs> of our recap. But that is that was a big part of the year. Uh, let's let's talk about some of the biggest trades from this year, and and signings. Just just big just big changes to to rosters really, that um that we've really yet to see the the full impact of. Well, this first one we probably did. Um, Mookie Betts and David Price go into the Dodgers right before the uh the regular season was supposed to be really uh it, there was not a lot of notice on uh, on that it was kind of out of nowhere um there were rumors about bets or the, the red Sox shopping bets but that was definitely a big splash when it happened uh of course a f- former mvp going to one of the already best teams in baseball david price ended up opting out of the season uh due to health concerns of course but Mookie Betts proceeded to sign. It, it was a twelve-year extension, right? A sizable. Twelve years, yes. Sizable extension starting this year. Starting this year, uh, so they the Dodgers got their guy. That that was a big trade, um, and I, I I assume there were a lot of uh, positive emotions surrounding that one, Ray, when it when it happened.
1: Yeah, the, uh, there was. It was very nice. It was like, okay, we traded for bets. Yay, trade for Price. Sure. Uh, Price looked good in spring training. Oh, that's exciting. Price opts out. Okay. And then it's like, okay, are we, we were worried we were going to get no no bets because, you know, the season almost didn't happen.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: But then it did, like, okay, Red Sox fans like, oh, you, you traded all that just for 60 games of Mookie bets, And they were like, oh, maybe we'll extend them. Maybe we'll re-sign them. And then we extended them for 12 years, and now <laughs> – Red Sox fans uh,
0: don't have anything to say. Yeah, so and fun. now now you can sleep easy.
2: I think as a as a non Dodgers fan, i I was both hoping that it would be a sixty game um, career for Mookie Betts with the Dodgers, and also at the same time a longer career. But it it was just like the Dodgers gave up. They certainly gave up a good amount of pieces to get Mookie Betts. Uh, like th- there's no doubt. And they got David Price, is still a very good pitcher. Um, but like they gave up a good amount of pieces to get movie bets, But I, I personally just looked at that and I was like, man, the Dodgers just just lucked out. They got their guy. It mm-hmm. it it. For those that don't know um, about my fantasy struggles, this was this looked like a trade that I would have made. Um, yeah. I would have lost Mookie bets out of it.
0: That is that is the the lowest the lowest of insults to a team is like saying that's a trade i would made if you're furboed like you should be concerned uh <laughs> we, t- we talked about uh, and by the way the rest of the trades from this year pretty much all the padres the padres uh decided to just do to do everything else and we talked a lot about the two recent trades uh, on the podcast that i we liked
2: did. sterling Marte to Most the recently. um Marlins, though.
0: that was probably like the only other significant uh mid-season yeah. trade that happened like there was a lot of other smaller pieces flying around but uh, yeah, middle of the season two, uh, the Padres went out and got Mike Clevenger, uh, who did end up having Tommy John surgery uh, at, after the season and missed most, pretty much all of the playoffs uh, because of that too. Uh, pretty unfortunate, but he's still going to be a Padre when he comes back. And then uh, they also went out and traded a lot of stuff for Austin Nola. They, they got a catcher that they felt more comfortable with than Austin Hedges, which is there's a real sign of things to come for the Padres and uh yeah the Padres of course just recently added Blake Snell and Hugh Darvish to their team too uh in in big blockbuster trades so yeah all you got to do is ask and then apparently the teams will just give (laughs) give you the players that you want it's it's great um so yeah let's let's move on to the best regular season moments Farbo do you want to you want to share some of these these regular season moments with us
2: yeah I mean, it's uh, just sticking on the Padre bandwagon Padre theme here. Uh, Slam Diego when they hit four consec, when they had four consecutive games with a Grand Slam, five of them in six games. I mean that's already exciting enough and they uh, shows the Padres um, like the, the just upward momentum trajectory that the Padres are in right now. but it's all started um, with uh, Fernando Tatis. Uh, swinging 3-0 and breaking the rules of baseball, um, being a terrible team player apparently, um, getting <laughs> all that sarcastic obviously. But it started out with him swinging 3 pissing off the entire Rangers organization. Um, but that that was exciting. And then obviously Lucas um, Giolito and Alec Mills, uh, they, they, they threw no-hitters. No-hitters are always – no matter what's, what's the season, no matter how, what's the occasion – they're always really fun and really exciting to watch in baseball, um, even though they seemingly are happening a little bit more often nowadays. Um, and then one of, I think, I think another guy that uh, baseball fans, the very few baseball fans truly like have a reason to dislike in Adam Wainwright, through a complete game on his 39th birthday. I was, I was happy for him. Um, and then I think, I think it's – on our list, we only have one Bauer moment. I think the entire season (laughs) could have been a Bauer moment. Um, He dominated the Brewers and McGregor walked off the field. He had a – he set up a um, – for that same game, he set up like a a marketing campaign with Budweiser. So after his fifth strikeout, so every strikeout he wrote B U D. -D 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 after the fifth strikeout he drew a line under it and then um he would he he then renamed the cincinnati reds to the cincinnati buds um just like the entire season his shoes everything um were were that that, that's probably that's regular season moments right Mm -hmm. there and then obviously the white sox that when they hit back to back to back to back was that four yeah that was four home runs versus the cardinals season baseball's still great it was 60 games we went through a lot of stuff but like we still got
0: a lot of great moments Mm -hmm. and probably many more that we can't even remember it's so hard to go back and and recount regular season moments even in a short season um
2: yeah for those of you that are listening that don't know um we don't have like a full-time production research group we we are don't don't
0: don't expose us farvode come on (laughs)
2: yeah <laughs> this is hey no i'm this is impressive this is based off of your memory
3: god you are to say that spending 30 minutes before recording stealing uh headlines off of reddit is not considered professional research <laughs> i i'm pretty yeah. sure that's that's industry not. standard <laughs> um well, so I Listen to a lot of podcasts and i'll tell you this much most do less research <laughs>
0: um yeah, Fair enough. Fair enough. I feel I feel overexposed right now. One one thing, just <laughs> regular like I know the Dodgers won the the World Series and all that, but I, can we agree that this this year was the Padres' year in terms of how how far no from no how, <laughs> in terms of growth in terms of their in terms of because the Dodgers were already hyped. they were talked about like they're due they they got their guy look like, whatever the Padres went from. Kind of just like the oh they got a lot of interesting stuff in their farm system they, they they made weird, they made some weird made some weird signings no, dude they they, wow, they they skyrocketed fly. they dominated headlines for like, for like the slam Diego thing helped a lot but they dominated headlines year. yeah but rain, they dominated rain, 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 headlines time, because they, time they time did it got stuff got
1: close, it was like it was like oh are the Padres better than Dodgers everybody was like
0: no I don't think that no that's not but what I'm saying though they dominated the year of headlines and they still carry the momentum going forward i'm not saying that they're like the like the best team yeah
2: let me fix this uh right i encourage you to go listen up to our most recent podcast that um we actually all were in agreement the dodgers are better we're just talking about how the padres stole all the headlines this year and or are that like, is, that know, is true.
0: I feel like, like every podcast was titled something Padres related. I like that's that's just how it was. They were so interesting. Hey, they, they
1: were. I'm not saying they weren't interesting, but like people Let's lost their forget. collective minds. Mm-hmm.
3: For... Let's not forget um, like how much the Dodgers were talked about, like via um, you know on both ends of the Mookie Betts trade. I mean, it's not like the Dodgers like, get, you know, the media coverage of the Kansas City Royals. I mean, there's still L.A.'s t- and really well, California. Yeah. Team. I mean, I, I I don't think it's like that. I don't think it's like some massive disparity. And I also just think, like, in modern sports media, what drives everything is transactions. That's, like, the key headline. And the Padres obviously made a lot of those. And and just that's... Unless you're just, That's what drives people's interest. It's really you really in an era of sports where the the average real fan is more driven by like their interest in the moves than they are like the interest in the winning
0: yeah good team remains good isn't isn't as compelling of a headline you you you, you got the October headlines you can you can take those ones and and be more than happy with those do you want to, do you want to share some of the best postseason moments uh Ray just from from this year there are a lot that involved your team yeah uh the Padres getting swept um Let's see. There you go. Get uh, it off your chest.
1: The Padres fans having a parade in the middle of COVID uh, to celebrate winning a wild card series. That was fun. He's he's going off script here. We (laughs)
0: have postseason moments that aren't about the Padres, I swear.
1: Um, Cody (laughs) Bellinger robbing Fernando Tatis Jr. and then Machado getting mad for some reason. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Let's, let's move past to uh, series that actually looks exciting. Oh thank god. <laughs> <laughs> um like, you oh, yeah, the, Asher, the asher's lost. Uh the Braves Atlanta sports loves blowing leads. Um the Braves yeah. blew a three to one lead. <laughs>
3: There's a lot of sure. shade going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Twenty twenty is a is a shady I'm, I'm year. Trying. The Braves
1: blew a three one lead. Um The Braves um, are the warriors, Will Smith on Will Smith Crime. That was fun. Uh Mookie Betts just doing defensive wizardry in right field in a cavernous outfield in Texas. That was fun. Uh Randy Rosarena was fun to watch. Even though probably the most incredible stat, Zaddy had one hit with runners in scoring position, despite setting the record for hits in a postseason. Um <laughs> the twins lots uh uh their 16th and 17th consecutive regular or postseason games uh they haven't won a series since 2002 um yeah and then the dodgers won the world series
2: on on that note the marlins won a, a series
0: yes That's the marlins lost their the, marlins, first the marlins the marlins did break their,
1: their streak yeah the marlins
0: lost their first postseason series in uh in, in ever. history they they embarrassed yeah. the cubs into trading you darvish basically um (laughs) (laughs) can we can I also just share the heartbreak that was Mike Brasso hitting his revenge home run off of Veraldis Chapman in a no ruling at bat because I want to I I I want the pain I I want to embrace the pain
3: you can take mine
0: I'll take your pain I'll (laughs) take all of it um Chapman (laughs) did throw at Brasso's head pretty explicitly early in the year and did receive a suspension for it um a lot of tensions flaring between those those two teams and the fact that those two players were up against each other in the eighth inning of the this game is uh too much too much chapman why why is it always chapman anyway. yeah actually
3: uh just small correction he actually hasn't served the suspension yet he appealed it so he's technically oh, okay it'd be next season. well
0: he's received it he is he he's will be missing it, time exactly. wait he he appealed it and it still hasn't been settled
3: no, it has been settled, but it took till like after the season ended. To really?
0: Yeah. It was pretty close to the end of the season that it happened. So, yeah. All right, we're we're gonna get into some some really fun stuff here next. Uh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you What did you have, Rudy? I just said lit. Oh, okay. I thought you said wait. Uh, sorry. We're we're gonna talk. <laughs> we're gonna talk about some some memes, some odd stuff that's happened, uh, this year because. There's there's always really unexpected and, and new things that happen uh, that are worth talking about and some of them are just straight up hilarious. Uh, who, who wants who wants to read these ones? I'll I'll, I'll leave it up for grabs. You, you think I should? Okay. Um. All right. So let, let's start with just one that, that was that was pretty funny that that was making its internet rounds earlier this year. Uh, there was a rain delay. Uh, during an Orioles game earlier this year, and the Orioles scoreboard operator uh, was was asking somebody to send him a pizza on the on the scoreboard. It, that's that's just genius thinking on your feet right there. I wonder if he actually got his pizza. Uh, we shall see. Uh, my personal favorite. I like to think he did. I, I I like to think he got all the pizza. I, I like to think everybody that was that saw that sent him a pizza, him or her. I actually don't know. Uh, my personal favorite was Trump canceling a first pitch at Yankee Stadium on, on Twitter very publicly um, in, in saying that he would have to uh, to cancel that appointment. That was never actually made. He was never invited. He was not even considered according to Yankees uh, personnel. And everybody was very confused to, to receive that announcement. So that is just also a very 2020 thing to experience. But the fact that, that my favorite team was like, Nope, this dude's crazy. I, we don't know what you're talking about. Like that—that's a very satisfying thing. I love the equivalent. It's like the equivalent. I'm not coming to your party. It's like I wasn't inviting you to my party. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, somebody. Somebody gets it. Um, okay, this one was really weird at the time. Jonas Cespedes, uh, earlier in this season, missed like he he just went missing and he forgot what ended up happening was he forgot to tell the Mets that he was opting out of the season and he left the hotel that the team was at at the time but uh yeah that morning there were just reports out that uh that the Mets could not find Jonas Cespedes like like he was just like it was a like it was a cat that got out and he, he hadn't come home and and they were worried and, and out looking for him. Th- that was just the vibe. The, I, the actual the actual um, like PR statement from the Mets was was not nearly as alarm raising. But it's just very weird. Wait, that, like were, they just said they just said he didn't report to the ballpark really, and they couldn't and they they didn't find they didn't see him at the hotel.
2: I specifically remember Uwe, Rudy and I had a heated discussion it was. about how poorly the Mets handled this. And Rudy and I were telling Uwe that, and he was like, nah. But now I'm glad, I, I, from what you're saying, like, you agree.
0: No, it was certainly a moment, like, it was blown into a, a moment of panic. Like, straight up like People were like, what the heck? Like, I hope he's okay. Like, what happened to him? It was so, so ambiguous. Um, but that's partially just because of how everything was circulated. I'm, I'm not blaming the Mets, but whatever. But the, but the point is, like he the... didn't report, and then they couldn't get a hold of him. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was. Uh, no maybe, he was maybe, maybe he was. It, maybe he was driving. Maybe he was still on the road. It was a weird year
1: for you for you Cespedes because like he finally came back. What he hadn't played since like what 2018, whatever. Yeah. The home run. I think the ended up being the game-winning home run and opening day. And, then like,
0: it was like looking halfway decent, and then just like I, I'm a head. For I, a I'm day. a head out. Basically. Are you leaving? Yeah. Nope that that was Cespedes.
3: I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Safe travels. Yeah, I'm gonna tweet that you didn't report to this podcast.
0: Oh no, people! People will be worried. Let, let me and tell then you. I'm gonna
1: write the headline that we do not know Alex Dewey's whereabouts.
0: No. Oh god, I'm scared. Uh, all right. We, we couple a couple more beams. One of the, another one from uh from preseason and like the uh the simulation games that that kind of modeled a second spring training the second preseason not spring the training. second yeah like the summer, su- summer spring training whatever uh the dodgers ball boy who is out there playing left field for for one of these sim games um the man the myth the legend chico was making defensive gems out in uh out in these simulation games he threw out chris taylor trying to tag up from from pretty deep in left field and uh and also i i think there was another play he made just a, like, a nice day old, or two like, later, catch the wall. yeah, he like robbed Mookie. He had Best a sliding catch too, I think. Yeah, he's just, just out there making plays. The ball boy of all yeah. people uh, didn't, didn't had, let him hit.
1: hashtag Let Chico hit.
0: Yeah, um, you know, rallied the troops there. And then Zach Ranky is is a timeless meme, but especially this year with an empty ballpark and, and us getting to to really hear all the uh, the Zach Grenke shenanigans for once. Him te- he was telling batters what he was going to be throwing sometimes. Uh, just to mess with them. And of course, he's still out there throwing Ephases and, and doing all that. Um, there there was a great snapshot of him sitting <laughs> behind... Uh, sitting crisscross applesauce behind the pitcher's mound while the yeah. grounds crew worked on it. Like, that's just Zach Ranke being Zach Ranky. He's always going to be in this category. Um, yeah. It, what, what, were, what were your favorites of, of these or, or any others that I missed?
2: Um, I think... I, I, my, mine is the Orioles scoreboard our, operator. Uh, I, I think getting pizza is important and I hope everyone who asked for a pizza can get one. Um, yeah. and I think this Amen.
1: Is, it, this, this it, it's is such this a basal human, it's, it's such age. a, yeah, it's such a basal human need that it transcended baseball and like other yeah. people were memeing it. So
2: yeah. Yes. Yeah. And like, I I think Zach Grinke can, can win the memes category every year. Just because of, like, this guy's good too. He's he's no like Muninori Kawasaki of just memes and not being that great. Um, mm-hmm. like this guy, the, like Zach Grenke can win win the meme category every year. He's just a, a different breed, great great ball player. Um, and yes, that is me, um, complimenting a Nationals player.
1: I, I I do like the meme of. Of Chico playing because it kind of, it's it's very wholesome. It's like just like it brought the fun back into baseball. You know these guys yeah. are playing inter squad games and for anyone that to get a and it you know everybody's having a good time. You nobody's know, like getting mad at him for throwing out Chris Taylor and stuff. And it's like it's it's all in good fun. So wholesome, wholesome.
2: If, if no one else could tell, uh, Ray is the Dodgers. Fan. Mm-hmm. I
0: I, I, no, think I love I the picked
2: that
1: up <laughs> Stadium, stadium
0: it is a great stadium all right there there were some some more oddities that aren't quite memes um uh, but uh okay what I, somebody help me with this one uh, so two road teams hit walk-offs this season so i read today that technically the road team is not determined by
1: like like how you're playing like two bets first or second the home team according to mlb's records i guess is the venue so when Ahmed Rosario hit a walk off home run in Yankee Stadium, the Mets were technically the road team, even though they batted second and you know like Oh, okay. So I like see. technically that's what it is. So that's the first time that's happened since like eighteen like ninety-nine or something like
3: that. Wait, who did um, they play in that game?
1: The Yankees? Yeah. Gotcha. Huh. And then Trent Grisham also hit a walk off home run in
3: Oracle Park in San Francisco, or whatever that park is called now. Um <laughs> can I ask a question? Yeah. If the Mets and the Yankees had played in Philadelphia, and the Yankees batted second and the Mets batted first, and the Mets walked off, who would be the home team? Wait, what? That wait, like that doesn't work. The that's that's not possible. There's no walk off. Yeah, event.
2: the Mets have to. No, it's it's the Yankees can walk off because they're still technically the batting second team. They can. Yeah.
3: Yeah. You're you are not walk off. the yeah. bottom of the ninth. I thought you just said the Mets. Well, bad second
1: that's yeah
2: yeah, they
3: yeah but, second, they, walked, but they but were they were business. the visiting okay,
0: they fine. were they that's were fine. the visiting yeah it's it's weird um they were tech technically the
1: visiting team but like it was a home game that had to be rescheduled they rescheduled it while they were playing at yankee stadium i,
0: I bet that reporter that asked dave roberts that that dumbass question in the, in the press conference uh was it last year or two years ago i don't remember when it was just about like uh um, about about having the walk-off happen at home and that being like the most obvious thing that yes the walk-off oh, yeah. the walk-off did happen at home like he's like, it's like, it's like how special was it to have like this moment here at home and he's like um like they only happen here dude yeah. Happen here. <laughs> uh yeah that that was just uh another little note there um the cardinals and the tigers played less than 60 games for different reasons uh really just a scheduling nightmare the whole year um but st louis did make the playoffs and uh they were not a very good team either Uh, not to mention two losing record teams making the playoffs as well yes in the in the astros and the brewers so hopefully that doesn't happen ever again because that's just kind of embarrassing uh robinson cano tested positive for peds again and that's, he's suspended the entire next year. But that's just another one that's like, man, what are you doing? Like, you've made your big money. Why are you still taking PEDs? He, he's forfeiting the salary for next year because of the
3: suspension. Like, uh, it's just it's just mind-boggling how, I how much I used to idolize that. this guy. All I can think of is that Spongebob moment to up, though. And it's like, how many times did they teach you this lesson? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Perfect way to, to summarize
0: that. All right, uh, we've made it through most of the uh, the categories that we're going to talk about. We are gonna we are gonna share some some moments that that were bigger than baseball. Some of them are, are you know very serious, and some of them are, are a little more heartwarming and, and positive. It, it's a mix of both, but just anything really that uh that touched people outside of baseball is uh is always worth mentioning. So we'll go ahead and finish uh, on that note and uh yeah like so in in a year that was full of a lot of big um important movements and headlines the black lives matter movement was incredibly important major league baseball and the teams individually showing their report i remember very like one of the biggest things was just how how the rays came out of the gates hot um demanding justice for Breonna, breonna taylor's uh murder basically and just just right out and like it's it's a great opening day like let's let's bring light to this right away and that that really set the tone um you can argue there there could have even been more that's been done but you know at the end of the day just trying to get justice for for anybody that's impacted by racism or police brutality specifically and um that that was that was made even more clear when 10 games were um protested i mean the games themselves were were not played to protest the police shooting of jacob blake um in wisconsin uh later on in the in the season actually the um across all sports there were there were games that were um being i, I don't know i don't remember the, the 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 language of it is is difficult to to figure out but they 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 decided to. Uh, I guess postpone technically. Po- yeah, I guess they were postponed, but they decided to sit out those games yeah. um, to br- to bring more light, bring more attention to uh, to these injustices. Uh, that's really big. And you know, we can we can shift into a couple other really positive things. Uh, this this might be a roller coaster the way we have these ordered uh, in terms of up, <laughs> up up and down, up and down. But uh, Trey Mancini um, had been battling cancer this entire year. And he recently uh, has announced that he is, he's fully recovered from his cancer treatment, which is just amazing. Um, it, it was such an unfortunate thing to hear. Like at the time, anybody, anybody that young, and especially with this much potential that we can see as one of the best hitters in baseball, um, you know, it's, it's, it's just a heartwarming thing to know that um, his recovery has is, is gone well. And, and I'm just like super excited for next year. Um, I'm sure you guys are too and then also uh uh, kim eng uh is i i'd never pronounce it right i i uh i I don't know if i will um was the was uh hired as the first female gm in in any professional sport really that that was big that is a big thing uh listen nakin as well was uh hired as the first female coach for a major league team uh she's the hitting coach for the giants so really big uh, moments for for female in in uh, in a very male dominated sport uh, there as well. I, I, I'm gonna take a breather for a sec. Does somebody does somebody want to uh, switch over here? I, there's, there's a lot of a lot sure. of big moments beyond baseball here, uh, and, it, and it seems like we're we're going back back down to a uh, to a less positive yeah. one <laughs> so so
1: let's transition into the entire reason we had such a weird season and why we all are celebrating uh with ourselves um this new year's eve uh Covid. the cardinals players went to a casino um and that started their outbreak where they did not play a game for almost three weeks and as we noted above they did not play a full 60 game schedule uh but also, you know, coming into the season, the Nationals were defending World Series champions. Uh, they they had Dr. Anthony Fauci. Uh, I can't for the life of me remember the name of like the like the department that he's ahead of. But um, he threw out the first pitch on opening night. wasn't the best one, but nobody memed it because it wasn't supposed to be memed. It was awesome uh, to have the Nationals do that um todgers bench coach bob Garen he was doing a uh in-game interview and then he pulled down his mask to cough into the open air which was not a good look um yeah playing civil, <laughs> just not a good that look, one could like, probably be seen as just a massive brain fart but it's like
0: dude what are you doing oh i mean <laughs> it, it
1: it is but it's like like i'm not blaming him that like and it probably w- it wasn't covid obviously cuz like daughters didn't have any issues but it's just like every like with the sensitivity that you need around it that wasn't the best thing um but some lighthearted stuff came out of it in the opening series i believe anthony rizzo gave uh, orlando RC a hand sanitizer when he arrived at first base uh that was funny uh yeah and then the pirates uh altered their logo using the bandana on the uh the, like the pirate head logo that they have using the banana as a mask. And they explicitly said that it was a mask to protect others. And then I assume Farbo would put this on here. Trout had some dad power. Trout became father to a uh, future five-time M- MVP.
2: Yeah. Uh, only five times. Uh, I, yeah, I, I put that on just because Trout, he didn't have necess- like he had a great season. He didn't have a Trout level season, but I think when he, first came back from his uh from his son's birth, um man Oh I has just been reborn. Like he he, there's something about him being a dad that he he went deep so many times and it's just trout dad power is really really cool.
0: Yeah. Dad powers are are scientifically proven to be a real thing and that was just a a small sample of it. We we'll get a full sample of of father trout in in the coming in the coming years this is the uh the incline part two the decline is far away uh, I do you
2: think that um not making sorry to interrupt but not making one of these moments more important or less important than the others but um the fact like kim ang and Alyssa natgen who broke the glass ceiling and beca- became the first female in a very male-dominated sport should be not not saying that we didn't give it enough respect, but should be really um, touted and re- like given given its fair just sh- media mm-hmm. coverage because women for so long have been given kind of the short end of the stick in regards to just um, media coverage, uh, sports participation, both athlete wise and executive wise. This is a great thing for sports. I'm really proud. that Baseball is at is at the front of this too um and i'm hoping that this isn't just a hire for now thing but it's a it's a sign of things to come Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely yeah both
1: both very qualified certainly in the case of kma overqualified for the job um yeah so yeah not token hires and certainly overdue
2: Mm
0: -hmm. good luck meeting Derek cheater now you haters (laughs) uh they'll find a way there's always a way um uh, yeah let's let's just keep making keep making progress keep making positive changes little by little uh moving forward 2021 impeach manfred that's that would be a big sweeping change and i would be all for it but you know the little the little changes that that we can the little victories we can we can snag along the way uh we take those and we recognize those. so i'd love a good snuggle right now mm-hmm we are, we are done. That is, that is it. That is, I know that was just, I didn't know how to, I didn't know how to transition from that. That's all the things we had to talk about. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, there's, there is so much that happened this year. It, it was an insanely long year and difficult year for a lot of people. Um, And, and we recognize that. And it's, it's a good time to reflect. And, and I'm, I'm grateful for you guys for doing this with me. And, and we had a lot of really, um, in depth and in, in more intense conversations um, than in years past, just with the nature of the subject matter. But um, at the end of the day, I think I think it's all coming from a good place, and we're and we're all on, on the same side of things to uh, to push things going forward. So so thank you guys for for doing this with me. Thank you. Um, Absolutely. yeah. I'm so you're not crying. crying. <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. Um, we are done and if you did happen to make it all the way to the end of this J- uh, just, just clarify the, po- the podcast is continuing into
1: 2021 i didn't it's not <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. Not make it sound yeah. like we're ending
0: it's a good year it's a good year it's yeah, 20... yeah. My... okay well um, yeah let's 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 use that energy let's let's transition it to to the hype about 2021 and hopefully some new things to come we'll have an actual baseball season to cover um I'm really crossing my fingers on that one, and, uh, and yeah, we have we have some some plans. We we always try to do new things and keep things fresh. So um, if you do enjoy the podcast, make sure to subscribe and get notified whenever we upload new ones. I do appreciate you guys sticking around this long. Um, leave us a rating or a comment as well. We wanna we wanna know if you're listening. Connect with us on social media at Beat the Shift BP on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, and uh, check out our website Beat the Shift Baseball dot com so that is it that's a wrap on 2020 have a great new year's in 2021 everybody as always farbode
3: peace